Hello there and welcome to Transatlantic Touchdown, the only NFL podcast you need this side of the pond. I'm pleased to be joined in the studio today by two of our football experts here at Cardiff Met Sport TV. My name's James Roberts and joining me today I have... Will Godwin, experts generous. Ethan Walsh, how's it going? Awesome. Yes. So as I say, super excited that I'm joined by Will and Ethan here in the Cardiff Men's Sports TV studios. This is the first episode in Transatlantic Touchdown. And so as a result, we're going to do this as an episode to kind of introduce ourselves, gents, you know, kind of make sure that everyone at home knows who we are and, you know, emphasize that experts part of things. We want people to know that we are actually experts in this field, uh, you know, more so than probably our grannies and granddads. So um, yeah, without further ado, let's go around the table. I'm going to start with you, Will. Who do you support and why do you support them? So I am a Giants fan, uh, and I support them because, to be honest, Lich, I I genuinely cannot remember when. What year was it that you started supporting them? Sorry. What year was it? Was it was it recent? Before was it, they was started it a while winning. I think it was not no 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 no. So it was after because obviously I think they won Super Bowl. What? Oh, my memory's gone here but it was the year the first year oh I can't even remember it was the I'll... Eli Manning to uh, David Tyree touchdown helmet catch even wow you call yourself yeah, a fan it was right on that yeah, <laughs> yeah it was yeah, right yeah. on that moment I decided to become a Giants fan <laughs> really? no, 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 no. T- t- tell us Will why, why are you a Giants no, fan no I uh, because obviously I've been fascinated uh, by America when I was sort of a young teen Uh just and obviously New York being the Big Apple, I just went. Well, I'm not going to be a Jets fan, am I? Because why would you? Uh, and so I think I just picked the Giants and just started following them, supporting them. And it's really annoying because I haven't been to one of their games yet, and they've had one game this side of the pond, which is against the Packers, which is sort of a must go. I put my name down to go to the game. And didn't just didn't get a ticket. Did well, I? and they ended up winning as well. So you kind of <laughs> you should have gone really. Um, fuming because that's not going to happen again. I hate to break it to you, but you're not going to beat the Packers again anytime soon. Tamping, fuming, raging, or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, mate. It was close. It was close. It was not close. We were winning that game. End well, let, let, let's go around now. So we've got we've got Will Big Apple sort of uh, drew him to the New York Giants. Let's go across now to Ethan. Ethan, who do you support and why? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Arizona Cardinals. Believe it or not, um, you know Desert Birds. I don't know if they call it Desert Birds. I just refer to them as a Desert Birds. But yeah, um, there so can't be much else in those deserts. You know, <laughs> yeah. To Apparently, not even a good football team either. No, oh, we're starting early. We're wow, starting he's really early, set the bar, hasn't yeah, he? He's yeah. with some aggression. Hey, Giants fans, only now just started winning, so they've only now started speaking up. Give, give them the give them the two minutes. Don't, um, let, don't let it distract you though. Let, let, <laughs> let, let me let me just edge you towards the reasons of why. why yeah, yeah, you know? no. So I've been a big fan of the NFL for uh, a, a lot of years. Just really enjoyed the game. Um, and it was sort of like, in my mindset, it was sort of, I had to pick a team, but I didn't want to pick a team that was winning because I don't want to be a bandwagon fan. So the Patriots were out of it straight away. Tom Brady, I was, I was not doing that. You're not a um, you're not a Brady fanboy, uh, are you? I'm not. No. Are you a Brady fanboy, Will? No, I want him. To, it's, it's a bit like <laughs> Lewis Hamilton in F1. They're winning everything, and you're just getting bored. You yeah. get a bit sick of it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So that's why I didn't choose uh, the Pats. But no, uh, the desert desert birds just appealed to me. You know, they weren't doing too well at the time. I think Carson Palmer was actually the quarterback. Um, some dire times with a uh, with a good old Carson, but yeah, no, just really liked them and uh, support them ever since. They come come a little bit good now. 
But yeah, the, Ar- that's, arguably that's should team. have uh, should have done better last season. Yeah, they should had have a great run initially have. at the beginning. How about you though, James? Uh, well, I mean, your, who, who's my, your team? Mine's, mine's a more interesting story, I might say. Um, oh. com- compared to this, but yeah. um, well, a number of years ago, uh, I met I met a friend, and I made a friend mm-hmm. uh, on the World Scout Jamboree. Oh, I know, so so cool. Uh, he was from Pittsburgh in the US of A. And I went out to to Pittsburgh to visit him just before I started university. And his family, they're just so lovely. They're the nicest people in the world. They are like extended family to me now at this stage, really. Like I need to go over for Thanksgiving at some point. (laughs) Um, But they're all, you know, born and bred Pittsburgh. So they took me around the city. They like walked me down the main strip where all these market stalls were. And they were selling sports memorabilia, merchandise, local produce, you name it. It was there. And I was just emotionally invested straight away and they took me to a baseball game they showed me the football stadium they talked to me about the history they even introduced Mm. me to like their friends who spoke about the history of pittsburgh and sport there and that was it i was just i was just hooked i was hooked i genuinely was i was just indoctrinated into the city and all of the sports that it it plays so i am a proud pittsburgh steelers fan and i I also (laughs) follow the pirates and penguins so um i know i still need to dabble in basketball but uh, i'm sure i'll get around to it eventually (laughs) but no that that is why i am a uh, pittsburgh steelers fan myself and i was i was very upset to see uh, ben roethlisberger leave uh, last season it felt like really like the end of an era it's Um, it's time had to come it did it did eventually he was so slow in the end and he just wasn't as good as he used to be but i'm very excited um, with how Pittsburgh are shaping up now in the quarterback position, but uh, enough about enough about me in Pittsburgh. Um, when was it exactly that you started following football really closely? Well, what year? Really, like when I've started paying, like when you started paying, paying attention, attention every week. Yeah, like watching the games. Maybe I'd probably say I've always because obviously in the US the time difference is a bit weird, and the games always seem to be on a stupid time. Apart from like six p.m. on a Sunday here is usually that's an okay time um, before you have your nine and. In midnight games, um, I'd probably say the, my second year of college, when I was about eighteen, that was when I followed it like religiously. I'd say every week I was in it. Fantasy teams started in probably my first year. That was when I was like, right, I'm doing a fantasy team for the NFL. I'm now invested every week in the players I select, so I have to watch it. Um, I think that's when any a lot of people are more interested in sport is when they're actually and they have something to lose. Um, so being a fan and having that as well was like, right, I'm watching every week. No, that's fair enough. Completely fair. And what about for you, Ethan? Has yeah. it has been even longer than that? I mean, you are the oldest one here. So. I am, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for telling the people that. Yeah, appreciate it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think it, though, with, the, with how he looks <laughs> with his Movember shave. You know, we've all got baby faces at the moment, thanks to Movember. Mate, I think I've lost about six years. So I'm, I'm I actually back think I'm going to get ID'd in Tesco's now all of a sudden. I think that's what's... Uh, Scraping 16 over there. Oh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. All the spots and everything. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's sort of similar to Will, really. Sort of uh, when I was around 18, could understand the game a bit more. Um, actually, actually knew what was happening rather than just seeing the big hits, the the big plays. You know, I I, I could sort of see why they're doing certain things. Um, do you know what NFL Red Zone? Love that show. I'll tune into that all the time. It's all the games. What, what was the the guy say? You do a good American accent. Oh, what, what is it? Six it's, hours. Uh, of... it's, it's time for eight hours of <laughs> uninterrupted football action. And That's you're just like, the one. Yeah, great, mate. I, I love it. I yeah. love it. I, I feel like it's a great way to get people 
this side of of the pond we keep calling it a pond and this <laughs> yeah. side of uh, of the ocean um to get into nfl because the Absolutely. amount of people i talk to and they're like i'm just so sick of the ads i could never yeah. get into it because of the ads i could never get into this because the ads it's like well just watch red zone then just takes you to all the action as it happens no adverts yeah they are not uh, about those adverts you just get so sucked into the action i mean what what's your personal experience with nfl red zone do you are you a fan are you not a fan do you prefer just having one game on no no the red zone is better uh as, I mean, I, so I went to one of the London games with, uh, I went to the Browns versus the Vikings. This is what, 2017? Um, like, good game. Vikings cleaned out because the Browns were having a bit of a mare that season and, you know, subsequent season. Until I can't they, remember a season they didn't have a mare. So, uh, <laughs> that's, that, is, that is a great point. Can no, I'm not the Browns <laughs> yeah. first episode? I mean, if there are any Browns fans listening, they'd probably hate me already because I'm a Steelers fan. So uh, just thought I'd, you know, establish the relationship quickly there. Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, the ad breaks are a thing. I think that's why also the general British consensus is that we're less patient for a lot of things. So I think those ad break the red zone just makes everything like oh there's a bit of action here oh cool i can dip into that as well um, which is surprising because we love a queue yeah i know we're, and we're so good at it and i'm not this isn't i hate to say it but i was over in the states for what two and a half months doing working at camp they can't queue they can't queue and they call it a line and it at best <laughs> at best so that a three-year-old has drawn that that is not straight at all I've seen straighter roundabouts than some of the lines in America. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a very fair point, actually. Um, wow. But did you make it out to actually watch an NFL game when you were there in America? No. So I went and watched uh, a baseball game. I went to the Yankees Red Sox. Ah, oh, very nice. So that, that at least, like probably the biggest game in baseball, went and saw that. Um, but no, I did not make it to an NFL game because they were playing away the week we were there. That is a shame. That is a shame. But I'm going to come back to Ethan now because I want I want us to all talk through how our seasons have been so yeah. far. As a Cardinals fan, Ethan, do you even really want to talk much about this season? I know before we even started recording, you weren't very enthusiastic about this part. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I said Udo just to, just to cut me out with this part, really, James. But uh, thanks for reminding me that I'm not doing very well this year. Three and five of them, and um, yeah, mate, not ideal. Just just not not happy at all. Um, it's just not much worse, I can say. Just talk, talk me through your uh, your Call of Duty theory again, because I think lots of people at home would be interested to hear about this, because I, I didn't appreciate it before, but now I really is, am. This is a legit theory, right? So it's not just me, it's many people that I've seen out there say about this, but Kyler Murray, unbelievable talent, unbelievable. Actually one of the only players to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft and the MLB, Okay. That shows the sort of athlete this this kid is. 5'11", so a little bit on the short side, but you know. 5'11 is a great height. 5'11 <laughs> is a great height. In, in case anyone at home was, was wondering, uh, is William, William is of shorter stature to uh, to myself and Ethan. Just, hey, just under six foot, right? Yeah. That's perfect height. It's yeah, a magic number, isn't it, that six foot? It's really breezy up yeah, there, yeah. isn't it? Is it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Different here. Different you here. get rained on first, so who's really winning? <laughs> Well, no, yeah. I actually remember my umbrella, so that doesn't really affect me at all. <laughs> well, no, yeah, we, we got Kyler, so quality player. Um, but turns out Kyler is quite 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 the gamer, believe it or not. Yeah, with um with with, with Phaser Clan, we, if people don't know, professional gaming setup or whatever. And uh, there's a theory that every time Call of Duty comes out, Kyler Murray starts doing less football and more gaming, and then his stats go down. And we don't play very well. 
So, uh, yeah, great. Outstanding. It's uh, a theory that correlates quite accurately into real-life performances, unfortunately, for you, Ethan. Yeah, mate, it's, it's not... I, I used to really like Call of Duty. Don't like it right now. Do you feel like he needs a really strict parent sort of, like, come in and be like, dude... Oh, yeah, absolutely. the Xbox. Absolutely, yeah. Actually, that's interesting. Is he an Xbox or a PlayStation man? Or is Ooh. he going to surprise us and be a PC boy? Oh, PC. How can he be PC? Are you talking to me? <laughs> are you a PC boy no William this no. is not going well for you I'm not I've never had I'm Nintendo Wii all the way oh, oh I have not had a gaming console like an Xbox or a Playstation ever uh, my brother got one when he was like 17 but it's like we were always outside like it was never gaming just wasn't something that my family did very much so it was when we got a Wii it was like oh my god what is this? <laughs> this is amazing. Let's do this. Uh, but no, I can't. I'll, I'll give every, I'll give a game of FIFA a go, yep. and you know your classics. But but moving on, or staying, sorry, because we haven't got an answer out of Ethan yet. Yeah. Is he a, is he a PlayStation man or is he a, an Xbox man? Don't actually know, mate. I think I, if I had to guess, PlayStation. You think he's a, what makes you think that he's a PlayStation man? <sighs> don't know. I, I see. I'm not much more a gamer myself. I used to be. Um, and then I grew up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no, You're please. really going in on your own yeah, QB. Please, here, please is, don't uh... come for me for that. Um, but no, yeah, I, I'll say PlayStation. But you just need to get off get off the game. And look, look at the iPad, like, just just look at some video. I think if I was actually a, a Microsoft Surface that they have on the sidelines and probably thrusting in his face at all times. But, you know, other tablets are available from other manufacturers. Uh, moving on. Giants. They're having a giant season so far. Gigantic performances. We are indeed. Big, big performances. We are indeed. Some tall, tall results. I'm wondering how many puns I can get. Yeah, mate, this, you've got they so are much grand. They are doing absolutely grand. Well, that's not got anything to do with size at all. But no. yeah, you, you, you keep well, going. Well, French Godwin wouldn't know. About, well, true. Godwin wouldn't know about size, would he? With his short, short stature. But. Hey, anyway, Godwin. Anyway, carry on, yeah. mate. Talk, talk me through. Talk me through the. Right, uh, you're a Cardinals fan. <laughs> Just pipe down, all right? Um, I'm going to need to put a fence up between the, the two at this point. I think maybe and the Eagles, obviously, for some reason, they haven't lost yet, which has taken everybody by surprise. But no one is... I think even the Eagles are surprised. Oh, surprised. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think they sort of like, they're doing all the moves out on the pitch and they go, wait, did that just work? <laughs> work yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the ref goes, that's full time, everybody, go home. And then that's it's a, it's a sim- similar with the Super Bowl when they did that trick play. They were, oh my God, we just won Super Bowl and it made, the trick play worked. They were like, oh my God, we're going to Disneyland. Yes! <laughs> Nick Foles was so excited. <laughs> Nick Foles of all people. It came onto the pitch as well. It's like, by the way, you did also win the Super Bowl. It's like, no, we're going to Disneyland. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Giants, terrific season so far. Um, disappointing against Seahawks. Really disappointing. Just not even scoring half of what they did. Uh, and they did just get away from us. And for some reason, I mean, they, they had Metcalf and Lockett, but I don't think that even made too much of a difference. Like, we just did not play our football. You just didn't close them down enough, really, did you? No. You left, your defence left it too open, left them too much room to kind of, I guess, I guess, saunter into, really. You know, they weren't exactly coming up against much opposition it in, was, the, yeah, in the it, defensive section. It was more like, here you go, have a touchdown. You know, we'll just, we'll, we'll put a hand in the way, but we're not going to bother covering properly. We're just going to let you saunter on into our end zone. Is it complacency this early on in the season for the Giants? I would... I'd be surprised if it was. Um, but then, to be fair, like, our record, again, isn't that bad. We're 3-1 and one at home and 3-1 and one away. So, it's not... 
it's not it doesn't make a difference whether we're home or away. We are just need we need to stay, you know, stay switched on. Stay appreciate the fact that we have a winning record first since what? 2016 was the last time we finished with a winning record, I think. Um, but yeah, that's we just need to keep on it and keep going because our division is going to get really tough and it's going to be, if it stays like this, it's going to be increasingly tough to get a playoff spot if it stays the way it is. Can we be real for a second? Did you expect that this this, this season? Are you joking? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... I'm so pleasantly surprised by how well we're doing. You're exactly the same as all the Eagles fans then, that yeah. we just literally pointed out, because they're all going, wait, what, we're winning? And this but, you guys are like, but, the diff- on. but the difference is we're still being beaten. And it's like, even though it's twice, that's the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Like, Cowboys, it, every time it's a grudge match, and the Seahawks, oh, I don't even know what to say. Every win streak does eventually have to come to an end. So the, the Eagles will eventually meet their match in the form of some team. In the NFL, I'm not sure who well, they, played. they haven't played the Cardinals. They haven't so. played the Bills yet, have they? Um, and then are they are going to in their regular season, actually. Well, this is an interesting point, and we'll, we'll, we'll touch again on the Bills later on in in the show. Um, but I, I just want to interject quickly now and talk about my season so far as a Steelers fan. Sorry, go on. It's, Tell us about your amazing record. Please, well, it's James. not been great. I have the worst record <laughs> out of everyone at this table. <laughs> Two and six is nothing to write home about. Uh, and the fact that breaking news as we're literally recording this, we've just traded away one of our top wide receivers to the Chicago Bears that we decided to, you know... Four. We, we got a second round pick for him. <laughs> we got a second round pick for Chase Claypool, which... In hindsight, well, he's probably not worth more than second round. He's not a first round. He's pick. definitely he's, not first round. He's, he's no. not a DK Metcalf. No, you know, he's not Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. He's, he's not Tyreek Hill. Um, so he's not first round quality. He should, however, should have been you know, allowed to stay. Clearly, Mike Tomlin sees something in next year's draft class which makes him want to get rid of Chase Claypool. It's a rogue move by the Steelers organization, especially when we're we're struggling to actually get attacks together and string together any form of victory like well our two wins have come at really random points we beat <laughs> we beat the buccaneers and we beat the bengals in week one other than that we've been shocking and i at first was skeptical on our offensive linemen and it'd be interesting to get your view on this at first i was skeptical on the offensive linemen and their performance basically in the league but as it comes to light not many people are happy with matt canada the offensive coordinator not just externally looking in but also within the squad itself um thoughts on this gentleman well i think the record speaks for itself really is not it james um and i'm looking across the table and i'm laughing at the minute because... well, I mean, but, do, but do you change canada <laughs> do you get a new offensive oh, no, coordinator no or do no you get, keep him yeah do you blame the offensive lineman no, i'm happy with the steelers are right now where yeah. do you where, keep, where, them. <laughs> keep them i'm happy keep with them well. down in the basement <laughs> right okay i'm taking down that we've got to get rid of matt canada otherwise uh these two feel too threatened, basically. Are the Steelers tanking, do you think? I think this could be Tomlin's first losing season as a Steelers head coach. I think if you've only got a second round pick from Claypool, you need to tank because as well, like you said, the draft class of next year is supposed to be wicked. Uh, It's full of talent, like across the board on all positions. So I think... If you're going to do something like that, then sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and if you are already interested in next year's draft class, make sure you highlight in your diaries because we're going to do a watch-along event, gents. We've uh, we've sat down and we've talked about this. I'm very excited Can't about wait. it personally. Yeah. It's quite a while away, though. Maybe we should do something similar for the Super Bowl as well. But, you know, I, I, I digress. We'll get, we'll get to that close to the time. <laughs> so, but we're going to actually move on because I want to try and, you know, unpack more of the people that are in front of me and for everyone listening at home. Um, what position would you be, Will, if you were in an NFL roster? Um, 
I'd probably say oh, it's tight. Like I would go probably running back or QB because I Big. my Big. I've got a half decent throw. My catching, I wouldn't I wouldn't back myself as a wide receiver. Like I'm athletic, but I wouldn't. I don't. I'd a as we've already discussed. I know it hasn't been a big thing for people like Tyler Lockett or uh, Tyreek Hill, but I wouldn't even compare myself to their pace. So I'd say different running gravy. back. D- different oh, gravy. silly. Different gravy, yeah. Silly gravy. Silly. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of stuff, you know, you put wine in your gravy. That's where it all goes wrong. It sounds like opinion. you're kind of describing yourself as like the Lamar Jackson of, of Cardiff Met, which I find quite interesting, actually. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, running and throwing the ball is probably where I'm going to be strongest. Fair play. I mean, I'm looking across to Ethan now. He's just been smiling the entire yeah, time. I'm not big. I'm not as big. I'm not built like a rugby player or a, a lineman. So I've got, you know, no, you no meal strength. I mean, you, you, definitely eat, you definitely eat enough to become an offensive lineman, but you exercise a lot more than me and Ethan. So <laughs> that's yeah, true. Yeah, you're kind yeah, of blessed true, in that true, sense. Facts. No, yeah. Um, you know, everyone wants to be a QB. Everyone wants to be a QB, but... I think uh, my rugby days have made my shoulders suffer, so I can't really throw the ball too well without it hurting. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll leave that to the, to the talented people. Um, but honestly, safety. I, I'd like to be a safety, you know? I think... You want to track back and you want to, instead of being Tyreek Hill, you want to follow Tyreek yeah, Hill and yeah, try yeah. and tackle into the ground. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a game of cat and mouse. You know, it's his smarts versus my smarts. It's seen what he gives, seen what I gave, you know. Um, and, and I play as a half in rugby, so I think I've got a little bit of a brain. I mean, I don't think many people in, in here would really agree with that but saying nothing pal saying <laughs> nothing yeah I'm just getting the Wizard of Oz song in my head you know? I'm just thinking if I only had a brain yeah. <laughs> but no yeah safety um, free safety or strong safety not not too not too bothered um, maybe even come down and play a bit of Mike Mike Lineback. I mean but. something that might be relevant for you then mm-hmm. on, uh, on Disney Plus there's a fantastic original film called Safety which is about a safety player at college have you seen it no. I haven't I've seen it advertised but talking of playing it safe James where would you be oh gosh I've been I'm skating around this um I well one of my favorite players is TJ Watt and I would just love to absolutely smash a QB every single week I'd love to try and tear it around the edge of a line and just absolutely clobber someone just because they're, they're like the scrum halves of the fo- American football world <laughs> you know coming from a rugby background as well all you want to do is just smash a scrum half into the floor every single time you get to a ruck so I, I fancy myself as a good linebacker you know, kind of light-ish on my feet for someone of my stature. Um, so what, middle linebacker or outside? Or outside. 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 Just, I, want, I want to get around the edge and I want to... He's know. like a flanker. He wants to be quick away. I just, I, just want to, I just want to get my hands on that QB. I just want to absolutely <laughs> pummel him into the ground. Um, but I mean, uh, controversially though, if I was looking to an attacking position, yeah. um, tight end. Tight end. Tight end. I feel like... I mean, I'm no Travis Kelsey. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably good at catching things. And I um I can shrug off a few people, I guess. You, well, you got you got a stature for it. Well, exactly. So you know, ho- hopefully I'm, I might be able to squeeze into squeeze into there. I mean, really, we should we should get an actual American football coach on who can <laughs> talk us some sense yeah. and be like, no, you'd actually be this position. Just to throw that out there for yeah, you. Yeah, he'd look at me and be like, uh, yeah, you're actually on the bench giving the water uh, to all the players. Yeah, so, I'm a right uh, back. I'm right back in the changing room. Um, <laughs> That's that never gets old. Um, we're, we're actually going to move it on again. Uh, we're going to talk regularly on this podcast about you know big matchups, 
in the weekend coming up and the, the fixtures that are coming up in the calendar. Uh, and so we're going to talk about three big matchups today. Well, I'm coming to you first because you've got quite an interesting lineup for this weekend. Talk about transatlantic touchdowns. We've got a transatlantic game. Yeah, talking about going across the channel this time. Um, I mean, channel would take us to France, so. Well, yeah, but you got to go across the channel first to get across the channel through a motorway, down a tunnel, round around, loop de loop, and then you'll across be across the autobahn, across the auto, and then you'll Munich. be Munich. There we go. So we've got uh, Bucks versus the Sea. Sorry, Bucks versus the Seahawks. Um, epic game, first one in Germany, I believe. Uh, also. It's not the first one ever, ever, though, is it? No, it's, not uh, ever, ever, but it's the first one in a while. Um, should there be more games in Germany, gents, before before we move on to the actual game details themselves? Should there be more? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see what the Germans do in football. Their crowd support is absolutely insane. And, like, if, if, they, if the NFL can get on that level, mate, Europe is not ready for it. I think it'll just explode. They shake stadiums, don't they? Those guys, like, jump around, and all of a sudden you see sort of like the... The stands bouncing up and down along with them bouncing when they're singing the songs. It's quite strange, really. It to is. have that sort of atmosphere in an NFL game is going to be quite special. The Allianz Arena as well, which is where it is, that is an awesome stadium inside and out. And, like, I mean, we've seen Champions League games. Sorry. Champions League games there. Um, it's a bit like the Millennium Stadium. What an atmosphere. Not Maybe not quite to that calibre. I won't, you know... I was going to say, Principality can't really be rivalled on any other level in the world, really. No. I mean, no, I'm, I'm quite biased. Ethan's quite biased. But the fact that <laughs> you're actually biased. agreeing with this, Will, is, yeah, is I, good. I will, I will agree with that. But, but, but talk me through why this game is so important and so big. Not the fact that it's just in Germany, but, you know, Bucks and Seahawks. Talk me why that game's going to be big for their seasons. Well, uh, Seahawks are... They're, they're on a winning record. Um, it's an it's a good start for them, to be honest. Uh, they did, I don't think they got too well in like the first three games. It wasn't... We were sort of withering a bit, I think. Yeah, it was. They didn't exactly have the strongest like preseason either. I think their current form is just as shocking as the Philly, well, Philly Eagles, not Philly. So we don't want to talk about them. They lost the Baseball <laughs> World Series, but the the Eagles' season so far, it's been quite a shocker in terms in a good way. You know, they've shocked us all. But I think they're shocking us at the moment. The Seahawks, as soon as they lost Russ, I thought that was it. They were dead and buried. No, yeah, um, but their replacement, um, Gino. Gino, Gino Smith. Is, he's the man. He's he's honestly been doing so well. Like in the previous games, he's got four touchdowns. Like this is incredible. It's not just Gino DeCampo that can cook up a surprise for uh, <laughs> for everyone. Lovely, lovely reference. Lovely thank you, reference. thank you. I'm impressed with myself. I must yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously you've got. Um, I hate to say it, but the goat on the other side of the pitch, Tom Brady. His Bucks haven't had a great start. Um, Mike Evans and. Uh, Leonard Fournette, or how would you say his name, by the way? Yeah, I, I think you got it right. Yeah. Leonard I'd Fournette. I'd say Fournette. Yeah. Yeah. Leonard, yeah. No, no, I, Fournette is his surname, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, neither of them in the last game scored touchdowns, and they are the probably the prime. He, Mike Evans has been Brady's favourite uh, receiver, especially last season. Um, and Fournette started to pick up at the back end of last season. He's doing okay so far. Um but last the last game that the game they've just played against the Rams was tight. Um, they didn't. It wasn't a high scoring game, but it was close. I mean, the real question is obviously Tom Brady came back to win a Super Bowl. He didn't exactly come back to just have a mediocre season to bow out on. Will Ethan, does this Bucks team actually look like it could go all the way and potentially challenge those teams that this season are proving to be the best sides? Um, 
I'll, I'll go first, but I yep. think uh, I think Tom Brady's done a bit of what I would, as a tennis player, I would call a bit of a Nadal. He's come back. He's still playing well, but he's not going to be at the top. So I think he's, you know, he's... Um, I don't think we're going to see him in the Super Bowl this year. If we do, my God, he's going to have to start picking his game up. Um, but it's everyone knows he's a good player, like Nadal, but they've both come back into the season thinking, okay, I was at a good end of the, a level at the end of last season. I can get one more. I've got one more slam or one more Super Bowl in me. And it just hasn't happened for them. I will be honest. I do sort of agree with you there. But at the end of the day, it's Tom Brady. You cannot count out Tom Brady. I mean... We all saw what he did in the Super Bowls against the Falcons. Everyone thought that was a Falcons win all day, every day. Tom Brady just decides, nope, I, I, I want this ring for myself to add to my collection of rings. Um, he's a bit selfish, really, isn't he? You should, you should share them out a bit. Well, he's certainly got the options in that back squad to, to be throwing the ball too. But whether he actually uses them this weekend will be the question that needs to be answered. And we wait to see it answered. So there we have it. The first big matchup of the weekend is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Munich against the Seattle Seahawks. Both teams desperate for a win there. I'm going to come across the table now to my good man, Ethan Walsh of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to keep referring to you guys as this, actually. <laughs> Will Goblin of the New York Giants and Ethan Walsh of the Arizona Cardinals. I just think it's got a nice ring to it, you know. It makes it seem like I've got two NFL players in the room with me. Um, <laughs> so, Ethan Walsh of the Arizona Cardinals, but shamefully wearing a New York Giants oh, jersey. Wow. We're telling people, are we? We're um, telling people. What's your big matchup of the weekend, my guy? Um, before we go on to that, I just want to clarify this is a Saquon Barkley jersey, okay? I'm a fan of Saquon Barkley, not the Giants. Um, I'd just like to establish that no Cardinals fan will actually care. They'll just see that you're betraying the brand and the franchise. So I, I will and get. Will, will is already looking at that shirt, <laughs> licking his lips and eyeing it up. Really, so. I, I will get a cards top. Don't you worry, boys. Don't you worry. But no, my game of this uh, this weekend is a big one, boys. Well, in my opinion, it's a big one because I've chosen it. I I'm going with the 49ers versus the Los Angeles Chargers. I think this is the game to watch this weekend. Why? Why is that? I mean, obviously, I understand that they're on the same side of the uh, same side of the coast as each other, but well, yeah, you got the Forty uh, ers coming off a big win against the Rams. You know, who would have really expected that? A surprising win, actually, down at the, down yeah. at SoFi as well. So. Exactly, that's a hard place to go, but you know, nevertheless, they went down there, beat those Rams, beat the uh, defense Super Bowl charge, um, champions, and then the Chargers. They come off a win as well, twenty points to seventeen against the Falcons. Now, Falcons, not the best teams, I'll admit, but, you know, it, it's still tough. It's still a tough game. They've got good players, but, yeah, th this game, the 49ers Chargers, I think they've just got star power all over the field, offense and defense. Um, I mean, you look what 49ers have done recently, adding Christian McCaffrey. Boys, I'm not sure about you, but... It sounds like you're going for a Chargers win here. I'm looking across the Goblin, see if there's a differing uh, opinion coming through. I mean, what do you what do you think of this matchup? Uh... I so last uh, beginning of this episode, I did say that um, I was fancying up the 49ers for the Super Bowl, um, purely because of their the offensive options they have. But mm -hmm. even with Jimmy G at the helm over uh, Trey Lance, but he's he's doing okay. Like it's they're not. It's not like they're losing. How every many game. times have we said this though about regular season Jimmy G and then postseason Jimmy G, who <laughs> just goes and disappoints not only us all but especially the 49er fans? Who knows that maybe their plan, maybe they'll they're they're waiting to release Trey Lance. 
And then we could see the most unbelievable postseason by what is he? Second? I mean, Tra- Trey Lance is, is oh. done. That's it. Season out. When you when yeah. you have an ACL injury like that, there's there's no coming back even for post. Yeah, no chance. Not they can't even rush that with him as either because you know he's so young. Yeah, you, he's got you the risk an entire career if you yeah. if you try and come back too quickly. I mean, personally, I'm really glad that TJ Watts come back nice <laughs> and quickly for this weekend. But I mean, you can't rush the young guys. You definitely can't rush a knee as well. No, but even with Trey Lance out, I would say, boys, that, you know, the weapons they got, like I said, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Kyle Juszczyk, George Kittle. I mean, it just goes on and I get, on and I get on. goosebumps watching Debo. <laughs> what about you? I, I genuinely get goosebumps watching him. He's it, so dangerous. He's scary good. It was a bit like the Chiefs offense a couple of years ago when they had Tyreek Hill, um, Kareem Hunt as well, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it's yeah. just that lethal combination. And San Fran are looking absolutely dangerous. They they look mean. They look mean. They look like they mean business. But I don't know. There's just something about them where I feel like they're not going to go all the way. If you yeah. if you get what I mean, they're a team that are great. They're definitely up there. By no means underestimate them or their power in this league. But I don't think they're going to push it all the way. And uh, we'll come to it in a bit because we're going to talk about Super Bowl champions. But. Briefly, guys, who's going to win this matchup then? Is it going to be a charge of shock or is it just going to be, you know, unsurprisingly, uh, a 49ers domination? I'm going to take the, the helm on this one and I'm going to go with Justin Herbert to uh, to lead those charges against the 49ers. I'm going to say Bolts win. Wow. I mean, after you spoke so adm- admirably about... Uh, about the 49ers, I did not expect you to turn around and say the Chargers will win. That is, uh, I mean, Godwin, just quickly then, before we move on to our next match. Um, yeah, I I, I would, um, you can't count Justin Herbert out, um, but I, I am going to, I'm yeah, so I'm going to back the Chargers. I was having an R-ing for so long, but I am going to back the Chargers. I'm, I'm going to have to contradict the both of you. I'm going to back the uh, the 49ers. Oh, I just think they've got, they've got star quality. As you've uh, outlined yeah. to me here, so we're just going to go straight into to my matchup of the weekend. Then, as a result, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers versus Dallas Cowboys. That is my game of the weekend. Despite the Steelers actually, you know, playing at a reasonable time <laughs> that I would potentially watch, I'd always watch them if they're playing at a reasonable time. Um, but the Packers versus the Cowboys has just got something to it. I don't understand how this Packers team aren't performing better when Aaron Rodgers constantly said. Towards the end of last year, and indeed during this preseason, he wants to win, and he knows that he can win, and he knows that the Packers can win as well. But it's just, it's not coming together for them at the moment. They're on a two and six record currently. Two wins, six losses. What is going on in Green Bay? What is wrong with that tiny little city that somehow fills out Lambeau Field each week? Do you think this is Rodgers' last chance to deliver that Super Bowl season? I think so. And I, I need to correct myself, actually. It's three and six. I apologise for making that mistake initially. But I I do think if Rodgers doesn't find himself at least in a championship playoff before the Super Bowl, he could walk. Mate, I'll and be I honest. wouldn't be surprised. I'll be honest. I don't even think that would be enough to keep him around. I think this Rodgers last season in Green Bay. But um, where would he go then? That's the interesting question. Obviously, this matchup is big. But the bigger question that's now arisen is, will Rodgers walk? And where would he walk to? Who wants him? Who needs him? If if he was going anywhere, he has to go to a Super Bowl contender. Like Godwin said, you know, he wants to win that that coveted Super Bowl. Um, what teams can really afford the compensation? I'm thinking uh, rogue, rogue choice, highly unlikely choice as well. Raiders, 
linking him up with Devontae Adams again, restructuring their entire team potentially to make sure that they can bring Rodgers in. That would mean letting go a lot of players and it would potentially mean changing the coaching staff, which is already on the cards at the moment because they've also had a disappointing season so far. Um, but yeah, I see that as a as a prime destination for him simply because of Adams being there. I, You're smiling yeah. and it looks like you might agree and I'm kind of excited by that. No, uh, my thought was because obviously the Odell move is spicing up right now. Um, and I think depending on where he goes, those because obviously it's between four teams at the moment, I believe. Um, the Rams is one of them. Um, I can't remember them off the top of my head. That's really Cowboys. Cowboys. There's two others. But the point is, I think whichever team grabs Odell, the others will look for an offensive option. Even, I think, going for a quarterback as, you know, Dallas, who are still doing actually quite well considering their, you know, their their backup because they haven't got Dak at the moment. So, But they're doing perfectly fine without Dak, yeah, I must say. There are calls for Cooper Rush to... BQB one down in Dallas. I don't I don't I don't blame those calls. I don't I don't object to them. I think that he obviously fits the mold that the Cowboys coaching team are trying to create in Dallas and they're trying to you know, the right game plan. He's basically playing the game plan that they want to play because it's obviously working. It's it's effective. He's got a better record than a lot of other QBs in this league who are rated much higher than him. And I feel like it's being slept on really at the moment. So I, I think obviously going into this game this weekend, the Packers need to win it. But I think that the Cowboys, it will be a close tussle because Rogers will be fuming or fuming, sorry. There's lots of people around these parts say in South Wales. Fuming um, if he doesn't win. And I think I think the Cowboys will be another team to really, really upset Aaron Rodgers' season. You looked like you were going to say something. Uh, you were going to run in just there. No, Screaming I and shouting <laughs> and shouting. You know, I... Stop the Cowboys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did think actually, um, just because like well, like I was saying, those four teams going for Adele, whichever three don't get it, I think they'll be hot, hot tops. Sorry, hot picks to grab uh, Aaron Rodgers should he move from Green Bay. And like you said, with the Cowboys, Green Bay, I honestly I can't see Green Bay winning it right now unless Aaron Rodgers switches on and decides right, it's all or nothing here. I'm actually going to be a team player. Can I just ask? Can we blame it all on Aaron Rodgers? I mean... I think we can. I think the the, <laughs> statistic, the statistics sorry, have shown that he prefers one target, and that target used to be Adams, yep. and he barely hit his other wide receivers. And because Adams is a fantastic player and is being very much underplayed at the Raiders... Oh, um, yeah, definitely. It, it worked. So I, yeah, I think that the, the finger of blame does indeed point towards Rodgers. Potentially his age has got something to do with it as well. Um, this league is not age-friendly anymore. You know, you look at your Lamar Jacksons, you know, he is a fast, mobile, agile QB because defences have gotten faster and more mobile and agile themselves. It's not just a case of your defensive line suddenly holding up, you know, a 110-kilo linebacker who's trying to waddle his way <laughs> through the middle. It's it's now the days of Miles Garrett and TJ yeah. Watt who can snipe their way through. And unless you are mobile enough to move out of the way you're going down. And I think players like Rogers aren't mobile enough. And so they're going to struggle. So I think, I think it is Rogers is a, is definitely a problem. I think his attitude as well has, uh, has come up a few times this season. Um, speaking of, you know, attitude, uh, in terms of the stats so far this season, I have brought them up now because I knew I was just very curious to see what Rogers actually was performing in terms of the numbers. Um, yards, he's eighth, just over 2000. 
Um, he's tied for seventh with 14 touchdowns. Um, interceptions, he's tied 27th with seven. Um, and his QBR rating, I want you guys to sort of ballpark, guess where he is as a QB rating, as in among other QBs. So Wow, uh, okay. So um, I'll give you a clue. He's top 40. Right, that I mean, I mean, as if <laughs> as if it was going to be anything else. What's this? The top I mean, That's not singles. exactly hard to be uh, top forty, is it? Yeah. No, but my point is obviously because there's QBs and Q1s that have been used so far. I am gonna because I know that probably whoever's looked at this list mm. and made it might might have moved some stats around. I reckon he's probably fifth. See, you said he was like middle of the pack for most of his stats, so I'm actually going to go. I'm gonna gonna go out on a limb and say third, third overall. Um, his QBR rating is thirty six point three, which puts him twenty seventh. Okay, well I am completely wrong. I should have backed, <laughs> I should have backed my own personal opinion. I don't know why I doubted myself. You scared me with stats, Godwin. Don't ever do that to me again. That's my right. PA background. Well, I mean, so we're we're gonna have to just move on from that embarrassment really mm-hmm. for myself and Ethan um, <laughs> Super Bowl contenders this is episode one you know obviously people that are listening in are going to want to know straight away who we think is going to win the Super Bowl got a couple of minutes left to, to talk about that I'm going to come in first and I'm going to say straight away no explanation Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champions 2023 it's going to happen case closed James I'm sorry don't, don't try and come at me wait, with arguments just wait, come, at, wait, come wait. at me with a team come at me wait. with a team and I'll tell you why they'll lose before I tell you that team I just want to say J-E-T-S Jets 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 they won't go all to I want to say uh, no Super Bowl champs um, Philadelphia Eagles I can't see anyone else winning there I, I think they go all the way do you think they get beaten this season in regular season I, I, I hope they don't um, you, you hope they don't I hope they don't they're, beat, no. they're beating you out to a spot in yeah, the postseason. That's fine. You, and you hope they keep going. Think about the think about the narrative though. I mean, unbeaten seasons, not been since what? Nineteen seventy two, I believe, with the Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, it's unheard of. At they a played a, a lot less games back then. Yeah, Just gonna throw that out true. into the ring as well. So. Exactly. So think if they remain unbeaten. I don't think they will, but if they do, I mean what a story. So yeah, Philadelphia Eagles all the way. Philadelphia Eagles in Vegas. Cool. I still think it's Buffalo's year. I still nah, do. Miss, I think nah. Buff- I think Buffalo's beat the Eagles. Go on then, Will. You're typing away frantically. You're trying to get the right stats up. I know this from your SPA background, as you've just mentioned there. He's a so stat come on. man. Come on, who's going to win the Super Bowl then? What are, I, your, what are was, your numbers telling you? I was thinking uh, the Sam. I haven't got the numbers up. I'll be honest. Um, I was just double checking that my Miami Dolphins stat was right, and it is. So we're okay. <laughs> oh, we that's good. We like we like um, good stats. But yeah, I was. I'm now doubting it. Uh, purely because of the fact that you've reminded me of uh, Jimmy G and his poor postseason record. And I did think San Fran, they have so many options. Um, as a Giants fan, I would love to say my boys are going to do it. And if they keep up this form, they, they could. But <laughs> Next joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a good joke, mate. Good yeah, joke. Brilliant. What do you, you know there's a what glee club there's a glee club down in the bay that you can do this sort of stuff at if you really want to. Yeah, that's that's hilarious, boys. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. So, yeah. Um, am I the only one here with a winning record though? Whoa. Oh. Wow, we're going low blow. I literally just asked you who's gonna win the Super Bowl and you yeah. come at me with that. <laughs> because you've you given me cheap shots. You've not even given me a team yet. I'm still no. waiting. I'm still sat here. Alright. Um I'm gonna go one of my rivals. I will say the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Right. 
Okay. The first away. joke was quite funny, but that one's just absurd, mate. <laughs> straight away. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's interesting actually looking across the table from you guys. I don't know if it's because I'm I'm biased, obviously being part of the NFC as a Steelers fan, but uh, AFC, sorry, as a Steelers fan, but. Those are both NFC teams, and we have spoken time and time again, off off mic, off camera, about how the quality in the NFC seems to be lacking somewhat in comparison to the what NFC. What do you mean lacking? Year. What do you mean? What do I mean lacking? I can name three AFC teams straight away who are better than the Eagles that could go on to win the Super go Bowl. Go for it. Okay, Buffalo Bills, number one. Which are on yeah. what right now? Well, I'm not sure exactly, William, but I just know that they're great. They're on six and two. Okay, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Also six and two. And I could definitely see the Bengals getting there ahead of them. Five and four. Yeah. I, I, like, I like Joe Burrows. I, what can I, I say? I, hey. I've got to say, based on Joe Mixon's production, uh, like, you know, his work rate at the weekend, five touchdowns. Five tuddies. Cincinnati Bengals are on a roll. Um, and, you know, minimum I'm seeing um, championship. Like the, for the... Uh, AFC. I'd say as well, if the Ra- if the Ravens stopped throwing away their leads in <laughs> in games, they'd have a much better record and be in a much better position to actually do well in postseason. But they haven't done that, so therefore they're not being mentioned in this conversation. But it, it's an honourable sort of like outside mention. Um, so right, so we've got the Buffalo Bills, the Philadelphia Eagles, or I'm I, I can't go with Dallas Cowboys every time I make a decision. <laughs> we have a discussion. <laughs> And prove how wrong and how much chat of my. Of I need to stop referring to you as an NFL expert. Then I should say that Ethan's an NFL expert, and we've got a, you know a fanboy of the There's Giants. There's so many options, but I I will keep with um, Cincinnati Bengals. I will. That's my answer. You're going to go with the Bengals. He's locked in. That I have. Wild. I back them in my fantasy team. I am backing them to win the Super Bowl. Well, let's let's put your money where your mouth is. Let's make a little a little bet on what we're going to do if our Super Bowl predictions mm-hmm. come to fruition. What have you got in mind? I don't know. So obviously the obvious one is monetary, but as three students, we probably can't afford that. Uh, I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of uh, getting Godwin to put a Jets jersey on. Oh. And have to wear one. Oh. That is mean. And have to put a video out on his Twitter saying Jets, 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 J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. (laughs) I'm all for that. I'm I'm for that as well. I'm sure sure all the Jets fans listening are for that as well. So um, just get a shout out my mate Stephen in, in London there, who is a Jets fan, who went absolutely wild at the weekend when they won. Okay. If I do that, uh-huh. you both have to at the same time. Whoa, whoa, why is it? Why is it both? You got to, you got to, you got to do, do individual ones. Yeah, but you've both just ganged up on me on that one. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. So I'm going to say you both have to wear. Uh, no, James, you have to wear a New York Giants jersey because Ethan's going to wear his all season long anyway. So that's true. <laughs> hey, Saquon Barkley, boys. Big fan. Big fan. Um. Yeah, uh, James. Okay, James. That's just your punishment. But I'm just going to wear a Giants jersey. Giants jersey, and for how long? And we want at least one chant, a whole chant. Yeah. You do realize the Americans? No offense to anyone listening. They don't from have the great chants. No. They, the chants are not astounding. No, is, they don't have is, to be. There you is just a have fun, to know what it means. There is a phenomenal video comparing the Atlanta football team's <laughs> chance to, to Tottenham Hotspur's chance about human son, and I'm not going to repeat them on here because we're a family friendly podcast, but. You know, it, it made quite an obvious point. So, and what's Ethan going to have to do then if your Bengals prediction comes to? Uh, comes I, I would like you to help me make a decision on the worst possible jersey he could wear. Oh, now this is interesting. I think he should actually put a post out saying that uh, Call of Duty is great for NFL development oh. and uh, something like that. I don't know. This is a tough one actually because I can't really think of a team that the Cardinals have much beef with. 
Who's their local rival? Because obviously Arizona. They're in the middle of a desert. There's not really much else. <laughs> yeah, there's, much no, else there. there's nothing else there. <laughs> I guess the rival could be the raccoon that keeps going in the dumpsters at the, yeah. at the stadium. Yeah. Get out of my trash! <laughs> you know, it's, it's something like that. I don't know. It's a bit. It's a bit of a weird one, really. The Cardinal as a Cardinals fan. Maybe he's just. Ah, oh, no. Right here we go. This is oh, a great one. No. You gotta love this one. Oh no. Um, oh, no. he's gotta go to the barbers. You know how people like to get. You know, symbols and images shaved into their heads. Ah, oh. yes, but he has to get one either side of his head. We want giants one side and Steelers the other side. Abs, absolutely. I mean, if you boys pay for that, that we will happily pay. I will, I will happily invest <laughs> the money that I do not have the ability to use in making sure that two teams on the are on the side of your head. If Godwin's prediction comes true, student loan coming in clutch here. Absolutely. Honestly, boys, I don't think I like this bet anymore. I, I, do you know I think I do. I'm quite no, fond of it. Yeah. We've run considerably <laughs> over time as a result of it, but I, I, I bloody love it. I think this is great. Well, what's going to happen then uh, when the Bills when the Bills win? So obviously you're wearing a Jets jersey. You're going to get Giants and Steelers shaving some of your face. What's going to happen? Well, they're not going to win it, but you know, humor <laughs> me. What would you What would you do if the Eagles did win the Super Bowl to us? Oh. Right. Why would you ask him a question like that? Right. Well, I mean, we already know what's going to happen to you because we've already said it. You're going to be wearing a Jets costume or something like that. Mate, either a Jets or a Cowboys. That That is what he's wearing. Oh, do you know what, I, like, do you, know what you should get him to do? What? She should get him to, to put a Jets jersey on and then he's got to sing the number from West Side Story <laughs> when you're a Jet. <laughs> and we're going to get... Uh, and, because, and because we are broadcasting students with access to some very good cameras and mm-hmm. great audio equipment, as as you might be able to tell from this podcast... We'll make sure that we get a nice little music video out we, of, we uh, of God Win. Do you know what? I'm very excited about this now. God, I hope I win or I hope you win. <laughs> I'm taking mine back now. That's what I want to happen. That's what I want to happen to God Win. Hey, I'm telling you, those eagles are looking looking tasty. So Godwin could be in a J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jersey. Jets, 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 Jets. Is it okay to say I'm scared now? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you should have picked a better Super Bowl team then. It's actually time to start wrapping up, gents. Thank you so much for uh, for joining me today. Uh, I've been joined by Ethan Walsh of the Arizona Cardinals, Will Godwin of the New York Giants, and me, James Roberts, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll give you the best team in the NFL. Right, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast on transatlantic touchdown we'll be back with another episode next week after we've assessed what's happened across the weekend and indeed in the nfl so it's a goodbye from me goodbye see you soon